0: Hey, hey, Bob and Dave, Bianchi Law Group, coming at you once again. I want to talk about the 200 Club of Morris County. Uh, coming up, Bob, May 5th of 2022. It is the 50th anniversary of the 200 Club of Morris County. They started in 1971. They started with 19 individuals, and boy, are they giving back. And really, I knew a little bit about the organization when I was in the prosecutor's office, but you being the keynote coming up really allowed me to take a look at it and learn more. And it is unbelievable, really, what this organization does. Um, It proudly supports the police officers of Mars County, the firefighters, the emergency medical technicians, the member of the state police serving Mars County and, and support those that die and the families through emotional support and financial support not only that, they have awards and scholarships and things, and they're always giving back to the community. Yeah. You know, it's so refreshing to read about that uh, this organization is in Morris County, our home county, mm-hmm. where our office is, where you were the Morris County prosecutor. And I know it's a really important spot coming up for you. Um, so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about it and tell our, uh, our audience really what it's about and what they could do to support this.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I was blown away and honored that uh, I've, I've participated and been an attendee at the galas, but the 50th anniversary uh, to be asked yes, to be the keynote was really a great honor. I was very touched uh, because, as you know, we were supportive of the law enforcement community. We were as prosecutors. And I think that a lot of times, um, you know, what organizations like this, the 200 Club, are all about is volunteerism. These people volunteer their time raising money for these worthy cause causes for people who were injured in the line of duty, all as far as first responders are concerned. Right. And just think about COVID. OK, like, you know, it's, it's, it's mm. easy. And I know as the prosecutor, former prosecutor, that you, you, you do good work. We work hard. We think we're doing the right thing. And there, you know, not everybody sees it that way. And there's sure. a lot of critiques and criticisms and whatever. But in the end, analysis. When COVID hit, it best illustrated more than ever before the value of those people that put their lives on the line for us so that we could be safe. And they do that every day, and that's true. So uh, an organization that actually dedicates itself, uh, you know, folks, all I got to say about a, a group like this is not only has it been established and been around a long time and does so much good for people, uh, for for first responders, and that we should be respecting, that are protecting us, especially those who have been involved in a tragedy where their families now are going to be significantly uh, suffering because of what they've done in order to protect the community or assist the community is to also not only donate and contribute to the organization, certainly come to the gala, get an ad, you can do those things. Sure, But, but I think that As equally important is joining the organization, is being a part of all the things that they are doing. You may not be able to be a fire person. You may not be able to be a police officer. You may not be able to be, you know, be an EMT, all those things that they support, but you can be a person that supports those who support us. So my uh, thanks uh, to the organization for giving me that opportunity. But moreover, I hope that um, we can continue to as we will give awards to those uh, first responders that have done tremendous things in this past year and put their lives and sacrificed their lives. Uh, That will be part of what this is about. But also asking people, uh, no greater time than now, no greater effort uh, to take yourself out of your own life than to volunteer for an organization like the 200 Club and make a difference in the community.
0: Yeah, you bring a great point about essential workers, right? I mean, do we even use that term before COVID-19? I don't even think it exists. I think it's like essentially because of COVID. And what more essential workers than the police officers that go out there, the firefighters, the emergency response personnel, right? If there was an emergency during COVID, irrespective of the courthouses being shut down right they were going out they had to serve they had to go out even though there was a virus out there that could potentially kill them and kill their family members and things like that but these individuals that are being recognized uh through this organization are those are the individuals that were deemed essential and they are essential to society and they're essential to to us living every day the way that we do
1: yeah I, you know i i think that uh, this uh honors is even closer to my heart because I was an EMT for so many years. And I worked volunteer mm. in my hometown uh, from the age of 17 uh, for many, many years and also professionally um, in the inner cities of Newark and Orange and, and East Orange and places uh, you know, in Essex County. And I don't think that people really appreciate the things that you see and the experiences that you experience about how you are working under stress and you are working in evolving circumstances that are life and death situations at certain times, at how uh, heavy a responsibility that is. Now, thankfully today they have a lot more counseling and things than they did in the past, but I mean, from a psychological point, uh, can you imagine? I remember being one of the first um, HIV patients that was transported out of the state of New Jersey to an infectious disease ward in New York was myself. And we didn't know how you got it. We didn't know how it was transmitted. And that experience informs my judgment that during COVID, these people still went out, like we went out back in that day uh and not knowing and knowing that you're putting your life at risk and your family's life at risk for that matter um and and that's what these people did during COVID. and if it wasn't for them a lot of people would have suffered so kudos to the uh, to the first responders all of them
0: no absolutely i mean i was fortunate enough when i was an assistant prosecutor at the morris county prosecutor's office i did a number of different trainings with law enforcement um down at the state police with a homicide training and uh, And with drug interaction and search warrants and things like that, working with the law enforcement officers and the detectives. You know, I always recall hearing about the golden rule of police officers, and that is go home. Right. Because when they go out to in the line of duty and they pull over a car, you know, most of the time, those are motorists that maybe violated the rules and and the laws and they're getting a ticket and whatnot. But they never know really who is in that car. Mm -hmm. whether or not there are guns in the car, whether or not those people in the car are uh, running away from something or have evil uh, motives in their minds, Mm -hmm. right? So go home, really. And I think this this is the thing that jumps out at me is that this 200 Club of Morris County is there for the family members of the fallen. When somebody dies, and I'm reading from their website and their commitment here, When a public safety officer sacrifices their life in the line of duty, the action committee of the 200 Club of Morris County reaches out to the spouse to offer emotional support and financial assistance in the form of a death benefit to help manage the financial burden during this difficult time. You know, and for for those people that lose their loved ones in the line of duty, uh, nobody can prepare for that. Nobody leaves the house knowing that they're not coming back and especially a spouse maybe with a family with dependents and kids right? It's so honorable to be there to provide that assistance to the fallen and the families of the fallen.
1: Yeah, the families are, are what I think most of the fallen, if they could speak, would would speak loudly through the 200 Club and say, take care of my family. I just want to add one thing, Dave. Sure. Uh, people don't understand the dangers, I think, many times of what firefighters and EMS and other uh, first responders are, are walking into as well. I mean, we tend to concentrate on the police, understandably, uh, but each each day that they do those things, they're, they're very risky propositions. So I I think it's great what the 200 Club does, volunteer. And please make a donation or come to the event. We'd love to see you.
0: Yeah, so the event is on May 5th, uh, 2022. It's the 50th anniversary of the 200 Club of Morris County. It's gonna be at Legacy Castle in Pompton Plains. If you want to look into uh, the event or the organization, get more information, it's 200clubofmorriscounty.com. There are sponsorship availability there. You can sponsor the event. There's a book. You could run some ads too. And Bob, I know we have some tickets too for our friends and family. If anybody's out there that is interested in going, if we still have available tickets, you could reach out to us. Maybe we have uh, some tickets for Yeah, most well.
1: impressively, don't forget Dave will be there. So.
0: We will. We'll both be. be there. I'll be proudly. I will proudly be there not only supporting the 200 Club of Mars County, but I'll be there supporting my law partner, Bob Bianchi.
1: Dave, I'm really excited to have uh, this. We're gonna be spotlighting the 200 Club of Morris County. And as you know, we've already done a video on this, the amazing work that they do, but more impressively is the people that they've got working with them and the volunteers to help first responders who's uh, unfortunately have passed away, their families or people who have been seriously injured. They've literally raised millions of dollars. And you know what, we talk about this all the time. If you can't be a first responder, if you can't be a police officer, an EMT, I was an EMT for many years, or or, or a fireman. You can still support groups like the 200 Club and you're volunteering when you do that. Our great guests are uh, Sheriff James Gannon from the Morris County Sheriff's Office as well as Dr. Robert DiMidio who is the president of the 200 Club. Two amazing individuals. In fact, we were just with Sheriff Gannon. Uh, prolific career. We know him from as a police officer back in the day and then became a detective in the Morris County Prosecutor's Office. Rose to the level of deputy chief. He was the go-to guy for for every major crime we know, because we prosecuted a lot of cases that uh, Sheriff Gannon actually put together from nowhere. And Dr. Demidio is certainly no slouch in his field as well. So we're really looking forward to talking about the 200 Club and then getting into the
0: mindset of what makes them successful folks, Dave. Yeah, what an amazing organization. And I'm so happy to be attending the celebration, the 50th anniversary upcoming on May 5th. And this organization really does so much for the fallen of police officers and first responders through the help financially for the families of the fallen as well as scholarships for for uh, the families and other individuals in the in the line so gentlemen thank you so much not only for being with us on nothing but the truth but also for all the public service that you guys put into what your jobs in the organization Special thanks from me, and Bob, thank you.
1: Yeah, now I would typically start, I gotta be honest with you, with the sheriff, because we have that law enforcement connection with one another, Uh, but I'm gonna reverse the script from what I typically do, and I'm gonna go to the doctor. Uh, First off, doctor, thank you so much uh, for leading this organization, of which the sheriff is actually the MC, uh, and I'm gonna be honored as the keynote speaker. I am so, uh, as the former Morris County prosecutor, I love the 200 Club, everything that you do, so thank you so much for that. Doctor, tell us a little bit more about the flavor of the 200 Club and why people should participate.
2: Well, first of all, I want to thank you, Bob and Dave, for having us on here for the exposure for the 200 Club of Morris County. Uh, We're a nonprofit organization. We've been around for 50 years, and that's why we're celebrating our 50th anniversary uh, coming up on May 5th. Uh, I thank you also, Bob, for accepting to to be our guest speaker, and we do really appreciate that. Uh, Again, we're a nonprofit group. Uh, we have given over $5 million in the course of our 50 years to first responder families.
1: Yeah, that that's uh, an, an amazing statistic. And Sheriff, uh, as as uh, we all work together at some point in time, and we're still very, obviously, you're very connected to the law enforcement community, and I certainly have an affinity towards that. It's no surprise to me that you're the MC, uh for this uh, event in this organization. But can you tell us from a law enforcement perspective, the value and importance that the 200 Club delivers for all first responders in Morris County?
3: Yes, I mean, what a phenomenal organization, 50 years running. Uh, as uh, Dr. Medeo said, $5 million has been provided to uh, the estates of people who died in the line of duty and the children of people who died in the line of duty. Here we are in Morris County, and we're upwards of 50 people that have died in the line of duty serving our communities. You know, the police, the fire EMS, and the New Jersey State Police Um You know, and uh, they're just such a great organization. Um, I'm honored to be a small part of it, but these people truly day in and day out are focused on helping people who help us in the community. And I can't say enough about the 200 Club. Uh, May 5th is exciting. We're looking forward to hearing from uh, you, Bob, uh, as the prosecutor and uh, your uh, outlook on life and the career and good um, criminal justice. You know, I think it's going to be a real exciting day.
1: Yeah, Sheriff, you know, I, I, you touched upon something. And we'll get to the doctor in a minute. But I, I um, as, as you know, um, I, ho- I host a legal show and I'm always uh, supportive of the police when it's appropriate to do so. And I think that, uh, in my opinion, the police, unfortunately, uh, get beaten up a lot in the media. And it's a little frustrating when you've worked within the flesh of these organizations to understand, yeah, there's problems. But the overwhelming majority of law enforcement in particular, and certainly EMTs and firefighters are, you know, they they. They use a the cliche, putting their lives on the line every day. But um, you know, going back to my experience of having uh, transport the first diagnosed AIDS patient uh, in New Jersey to the Infectious Disease Hospital in New York many many years ago, I remember the fear I had at the time because nobody knew how you transmitted it. No, everybody was walking around in these suits and masks, and we were just I was like a young boy, as a teenager, mm. with nothing, no protection. And I I look at what. If there could not be a better example of the heart and soul of first responders and what they've just confronted with COVID, can you talk to us a little bit about what that looked like the past two years? I tell you, COVID uh, was a game changer for all of us. When uh, Remember, when people
3: in the community were working remotely, and that was the responsible thing to do, we support that. Working remotely, police, fire, EMS, and those troopers were not working remotely. They were there. How about our uh, correctional police officers in our correctional facility? You know, they were at work every day, day in and day out, truly heroes on the front lines, uh, along with our nurses, along with our doctors, our medical staff, our Medical Reserve Corps, those people, you know, we had 340,000, you know, uh, uh, inoculations, right, from COVID. And we had a lot of testing centers in the county. I saw the best, you know, in my career that spans about 40 years, I I saw truly the best first responders through that time. Difficult time, but a lot of people die and things like that. But I saw true bravery um, all throughout the public safety sector. I, I tell you, it was unbelievable. Uh, and, you know, we don't expect anything but that, do we, here in, in Morris County and throughout the state of New Jersey. But uh, I can't say enough about the first responders and um, just letting them know that we get it. Uh, That's so important. So many times people talk about trust and public safety and all those types of things. I tell you, I see great things going on. And when there are not great things going on and somebody does something wrong, as you alluded to, we deal with it. Uh, We're responsible the manner in which we handle ourselves here uh, in New Jersey.
0: Dave. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the, we never really even thought about the essential worker terminology up until COVID, and and what you've referenced really are essential workers, essential to the safety of our public, to the to the ongoing operations of the jail and public service. I mean, so again, just applaud all the individuals, doctor, to you. Um, how could individuals support this organization more? I know that there are memberships that people in law enforcement and the first responders have. They could join into the group. Can civilians, and if not, what are the opportunities that civilians have to contribute and help out the organization? Uh,
2: David, any civilian could, could basically join an organization. We have presently around 875 members in the organization. Uh, and we do give out other things besides just death benefits to surviving spouses. We also give out uh, over 590 scholarships we've actually given out in the course of our 50 years. Uh, presently, we give uh, 15 scholarships of $5,000 each to high school seniors who are affiliated with the first responder family. Uh, we also have uh, as uh, we will find out on May 5th we have honorees for valor and meritorious awards that each year we give out awards to those deserving who went uh, beyond the call of duty. This year we have 35 honorees that we are honoring uh, that night and Jimmy will do a fantastic job as he always does as the MC of the program. Uh, over the course of 50 years we've been given out 600. Valor and Meritorious Awards to that community. Now, how members, uh, uh, civilians could join, it it is a $200 fee. That's where the 200 club name comes from. And it hasn't changed in 50 years. So $200 $200 back when is uh, worth quite a bit more than $200 that we're asking these days. But we are always trying to expand. The more members we get, the more we can provide to our first responders And again, this is all in Morris County. We are providing, this is all in-house here in the county. We provide uh, all the benefits to the first responder family, but they're all either Morris County residents or they serve in Morris County. That would be the stipulation. Uh,
1: Doctor or Sheriff, can you give us an idea of the people who are getting these awards, what they look like and why they're getting the award in the first place? You know,
3: they're... Um, People that look like you and I, but are truly heroes. And you want to talk about people who were involved in rescuing people from fires. You want to talk about people who um, were rescuing people from heavy floods in county, out of county. You know, real uh, people that are trying to help other people that get caught in the flood. Uh, Those types of things. I mean, true courage. You're going to see the finest and the bravest in action. Uh, here in Morris County. Uh, I tell you, you know, we scrutinize these awards. We receive awards from the various sectors, right? Police, fire, EMS, and the state police, Um, those sectors, they come to us, we scrutinize them because the 200 Club is known for giving only the best uh, work, uh, awards to people doing the best work, heroic work. You know, we have Valor, Uh, or meritorious or a meritorious team award. But I tell you, it's uh, unbelievable when you really sit down and we take it very seriously and we go over it, we get to really dig through the investigative reports or the incident reports of these matters, and you just shake your head that uh, everybody came home safe after these uh, activities.
1: Yeah, that's...
2: If I could just add one thing to that, uh, I've had the honor of uh, videotaping Uh, all these honorees and taking photographs in the last three or four weeks. Uh, These people are outstanding individuals, Uh, whether it be the East Hanover crew that uh, went into Livingston and saved some police officers uh, who were actually hanging on to tree limbs at that uh, Hurricane Ida uh, on September 1st. Uh, The crew that went down to Somerset County to, to help out Somerset County, the same way Swift Water Rescues, uh, or that Madison fire that uh, 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 an old elderly uh, woman was saved, her life was saved from uh, a coordinated effort between the police fire and actually uh, Office on Emergency Management also, that also contributed to that. So there is; these are people are outstanding, and they just step up, uh, and that's why we honor them. The valor usually means that they put their life on the line meritorious is in a lesser state but uh we still honor that meritorious award also
1: excellent do, if I could add
2: if I could add to it in
3: Dover have an officer that intercepts a kidnapping of a two-year-old hmm. unbelievable yeah just uh, hmm. just key working and how to fight to save that kid just had had to get in there and fight right at ground level and take care of that so there's a lot of those types of things, as is, is, uh, Dr. Demedio says, like, man, real, uh, real good police work and good firework out there.
1: All right, excellent guys. Uh, great explanation. Uh, so we're talking 200 Club, and I, I want to get a little bit into the mindset. You know, let's, this is what this show is all about. And I don't think that anything other than the 200 Club is all about mindset, uh, Doctor. It's your mindset, and and the 200 Club uh, staff and members and executive officers uh, to outreach and volunteer your time to help those first responders, like you talked about in our first segment. Uh, give me an idea of like what are we looking at for this uh, this event? How are we looking at with regard to the number? and where can people find tickets?
2: Uh, They can go online. We have 400. It's a fantastic crowd coming at a fantastic, magnificent venue, uh, the Legacy Castle in Tompton Plains. We have 475 people so far. They can still sign up for purchase uh, of tickets. They can go to the 200 Club of MorrisCounty.com and purchase their tickets there uh and again we uh the tickets will be open until thursday this thursday coming uh so that would be a week from now
1: i just i just have one request as your as your keynote speaker that if anybody is getting released on parole in the next week that i put in jail for a while if you don't mind uh, let me know about that there's a couple couple people getting out after a couple 20 30 years (laughs) I i will
2: uh, and we'll
1: also lock the doors. Also, <laughs> all right. Okay. All, all side. guys. I want to talk about mindset here. That's what the show's about, Sheriff. I want to go to you first um, because I, I know you so well. Uh, before I even became the county prosecutor, the 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 Jimmy Gannon uh, ability to be able to solve cases and respect statewide uh, was you know very obvious. And you started out as a police officer. You rose to the top of your game at solving all uh, sorts of stubborn and sticky homicide cases. And what I mean by that is it's a who done it, and you got to kind of figure it out. And now you're the sheriff. You're the elected sheriff uh, of of Morris County. You don't get to those spaces without uh, the right mindset. So, as it relates to Jimmy Gannon, the man, what is it that you think has made you the most successful in your personal and your professional life?
3: Hey, you know, thank you for the kind comments. I mean, I think it all goes back to um, uh, starts at our upbringing. Um, you look back at um, Buddy Bianchi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, your upbringing, right? My father was a New York City police detective. My mother was a loving woman that raised us in a house. My grandmother worked at the House of Good Shepherd for underprivileged ladies. Um, So I grew up with that. I think it does help a little bit when you're in that. And, um, you know, when we're uh, investigating things and I was trained, right, I think uh, my field training officer, Michael LaRusso, he was a patrolman in in Boonton, a great friend of mine to this day who came out in 1967 and all the people that trained me and uh, some World War II sergeants and things like that when I started and they, they train me to be good to people and care for people and empathize with people. And, um, and, and I think I learned that, I mean, there, but also um, is stay with it, stay with it. When we don't value people, um, we don't do the case because we value this person over this person. Everybody that gets victimized by crime, whether it's sexual assault or uh, property crime or um, homicide, uh, we have to step into their shoes, okay? And that's in the homicide group. That's in investigators, detectives, prosecutors. That's at their core of, of what we need to do. And we prove time and time again, if we could step into their shoes and we're not afraid to work, nights, weekends, and holidays, this is not a nine-to-five job, but we're going to work nights, weekends, and holidays, and we're going to make it happen. We're not going to let anything get in our way, and we're going to make it happen within the confines of the law, of course. Um, that. You know, that comes from being raised that way and coming up in the business that way and sharing those things and making the difference in people's lives. Mm. Um, I've been honored to be a part of it, you know, to be perfectly honest with you. I'd do it for nothing. I mean, yeah. that's the reality of this job.
1: You know, Dave, uh, it's so funny, uh, Sheriff, our, our core values when we sat here and we started the Bianchi Local, which I think all things come from your core values. So, Dave and myself sat down for a long time and, and came up with exactly who we think we are. And, and it sounds like just what you just said right now courage, compassion, and commitment. Um, Dave, uh, what, do you, what do
0: you. Yeah, just on the compassion piece. And, and I knew, Sheriff Cannon that it was going to come out of your mouth. Be good to people and empathize with people. Because for all the years that I've known you and I've seen you around, we were together last night at an event. Always a smile. I'm always happy to see you. You just give off that vibe, Sheriff. How do you get to that spot? And how do you keep it up on a daily basis? I don't know, I love it.
3: I love every minute of it. I tell you that. I'm very honored to be the Marsh County Sheriff. I'm very honored to be a police officer. Uh, I, I fight for... Um, the public support of the police—we uh, need that right now, uh, you know—and we have a lot going on right in this state. Uh, car thefts are up, um, violent crime throughout the state is up. There's things going on, and we need the police out there. We need to fight lawlessness. We need those things. And that's across America. That's just not unique here. But we need the police to do that. And and, and you know, it's been my experience that. In this community of Morris County, man, people do like the police. They support the police. They do. But we got to keep that going because we need the police to keep um, our downtown safe, right, keep our community safe uh, and all of that. And that takes all of us to do that. But I really think going back that that first three years of that police officer, you know, we spent a lot of time with that person, developing that person. And the manner in which, you know, they, they play the way they practice. You know, we have to we have to work with them and share the good word. I got guys like, uh, you know, Kelly Zenowitz, who's my chief sheriff's officer, those types of people, high end intelligence really has it going on. I have uh, Jack Ambrose, who everybody knows, is chief of patrol selection of these right people that have mm. uh, <laughs> like mindsets and are in it. They're not looking at the clock and they're in it, you know, all the time. Uh, we're successful because of that, I believe.
1: You know, uh, Sheriff, I, I have often said, first of all, the thing that's great about seeing you in this position, uh, and this is a prejudice I have, I guess. Number one, you were the real deal as a cop and as a detective. And I think that that is so important that the citizens elected an extremely experienced person for the position. Number two, I think that the people that you've hired, I say this all the time, including the ones you just mentioned, Kelly, who was on a number of our trials that we actually w- use as a witness, mm-hmm. um, but also your administrator brass, people like Alan Robinson and Jane Rechtenwald and Richie Rose, uh, who you know emanate both of those last two emanated from the prosecutor's office, you have a great crew behind you, so it's, it's no wonder that your, your office has really risen uh, to great heights.
0: Yeah, right right people in the right seats at the right time. And that's and that's a theme that we see in all of our guests mm-hmm. that come on this show WMTR nothing but the truth. And it's especially for you Sheriff, it's especially at the Bianchi Law Group and I think it's something that everybody could relate to. It's such an important thing to put the right people in the right seats. Yeah,
3: so doc, you know, I have uh, Mark Spitzer as under sheriff too. Yeah. Don't defra- don't uh uh, you know, I, I hire people smarter than me. <laughs> That's important. Hire people that are smarter than you. Don't be afraid of that. And um and they prove time and time again they can de- they deliver. Uh, a lot of different projects uh, going on right now. You know, uh, here obviously Hope One. We have the correctional facility, right? We take Sussex County's inmates in. We've done a lot of different things. Emergency services units out there. There's a lot of different things. The park police. Right now, our new patrol division, we've merged. So we've done some things to improve on uh, this organization, improve on improve on policing. There's only so much money to go around. So it's very important that we do it right. That patrol division has done a phenomenal job here uh, in Morris County, uh, out in our park system, uh, protected our houses of worship, protecting our critical infrastructures. Specifically, that's their remit. And time and time again, doing a phenomenal job.
1: Well, testament to a leader is the fact that you're humble to say that you got smarter people, but you're not afraid because you have the confidence in yourself that these people, uh, you know, are there to be force multipliers. Doctor, curious to get to you about your mindset about uh, your life and uh, what advice can you give people as they're trying to uh, navigate the difficulties of any profession and life advice about uh, your experiences as to what it is that made you as successful as you are.
2: Well, before I say that, I just want to, uh, again, it's an honor to be here. time I'm with Jimmy Gannon, I just feel honored. And uh, there's an acronym in sports, uh, G-O-A-T, and it means greatest of all time. And that's how I feel about James Gannon. Uh, he is uh, full of integrity and compassion, and he works, uh, he works his job to uh, 100% each and every day. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I go, I've been raised in middle uh, middle class uh, in Ridgefield, small little town. And uh, I go by God, country, uh, family, and then my career comes after that. Uh, and that's how I follow it. And, uh, and the 200 Club right now is pivotal in my life. I've gotten to a point that I can give extra time, and that's where I choose to give my time to the 200 Club. I was raised, uh, Bob, I was raised on tomato
1: sauce. Uh, all right. Be a I, I l- little debate there. little debate between gravy and sauce. I, you know, I don't <laughs> want we'll to, we'll have to reserve that for another, uh, enough. you know, I'm the national president of the Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. And, uh, I know you are.
2: Yeah, I know no, you, you are. We
1: have that debate all the time yeah well good for you hey guys listen i wish we had a lot more time but unfortunately we don't this is wmtr radio's nothing but the truth every saturday at 10 30. dave tell us how to get to the podcast close show please yeah
0: nothing but the truth is the one-stop shop for all of the podcasts all of the videos This will be airing on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. And then thereafter, on Wednesday, we'll be dropping the podcast available on Spotify and iTunes, as well as the video. You can see these fine gentlemen on video, and it's something to see as well. Guys, thank you for being here. I look forward to seeing you both on May 5th at the award show. And if you haven't gotten your tickets, get out there and get your tickets.
1: (laughs) Tickets. Bye, guys. Take care. Thank you 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 so much. much. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. I'll let you know when it drops. Sounds good, thanks.